The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 7. 191 of the series as we exit oh hello the hidey hole from whence we ended the last live stream of far lands or bust that way is east way is west i've fallen in some water and we are continuing on towards the far lands here like i said episode 791 with our longtime companion Wolfie, right here. And this episode is going to be live on Friday, July 17th, 2020. But being recorded live here on Twitch the day before. Indeed. And we are at farlandsorbust.com. Oh my good on bones. Good on bones. At farlandsorbust.com, raising money for the Progressive Animal Welfare Society aka pause here in the seattle area same animal welfare society that i adopted juno from up to two thousand nine hundred eighty dollars this season raised for that charity and i do appreciate everybody who continues to donate i do understand that there's a lot of things to donate than a lot of things that need help these days um but just knowing how charities work, when there is a current hot social topic, there are other charities like animal welfare charities uh, that see a dip in donations, but they still need to operate. Uh, that certainly doesn't mean the the hot topic uh, current events charities don't also need help but uh just just keep that in mind that these other places still need to operate and provide the services and support that they so often do and uh, they do so with uh with your support like i said these the, the pause not only is it somewhere that i've had experience with adopting my dog juno from but more recently uh rescuing um, orphaned baby ducklings they were able to take and they're the only ones able to take there were so many closer to me so many other places closer to me animal rehabilitation places that don't right now because they're they're either they don't have the staff or they don't they haven't been getting the funds so pause uh, was the only one able to actually kind of continue running at what capacity they can. And that is thanks to support from Farlanders like you. Like I said, almost $3,000 raise for pause. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate all the questions that come along with your donations. It's also very helpful for the actual journey here. <laughs> oh, man. But I do have something to talk about in addition to questions. A comet. There's a comet in the skies of the Northern Hemisphere. Comet Neowise, which was only, like, discovered as a comet this year. Like, 
four months ago, six months ago. Um, they discovered it, I think, just as it went around the back side, the far side of the sun, and it emerged intact and has been brightening uh, in, its, in its brightness. And over the next five days or so, it will be the most visible after sunset. Uh, it used to be before sunrise, but now it's kind of making its, its loop back to the outer solar system. It will be visible after sunset in the northern hemisphere, and I was able to see it. I was able to see it. We went. Um, we don't have a good view of the western skies. We have, we're like on a bit of a hill that goes up towards the west. So we drove out to a place where there was water, uh, the Puget Sound here in the Seattle area, to the west. And we got there like at sunset, which is like 9 p.m. here. And um, we're real disappointed for a while. I thought it was too bright. There was still a lot of sun uh, twilight. Uh, I thought we weren't going to be able to see it. I thought it was going to be too faint. Um, but then... I waited, we waited like another half hour after sunset and uh, we were finally able to see it. And it was, I, it was much higher in the sky than I thought it was going to be. All these reports are like, oh, you got to get there just after sunset because it's still, you know, close to the sun uh, or whatever. But it was still, at least in Seattle, I know we're much further north. So like the sunset is much more shallow. Um, so I, I've heard of people still able to see the comet here at like 2 a.m. Midnight and 2 a.m. But that's just because the sun much further north, you know, sets at a shallower angle here in the summer uh, versus elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it was cool. We saw it. I just brought binoculars. Uh, we sat and looked at it for a while. Um, it, the, the way I was able to find it is uh, it's pretty much, it's got to be dark enough where you can see the uh, Big Dipper in the sky, Ursa Major, because the dimmest star in the Big Dipper, I believe, is a magnitude 3, if I'm not mistaken from my astronomy days, uh, and the comet is a magnitude 2. So if you see the Big Dipper, what I've found is like, well, obviously that's the sun, uh, the, 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 the dip, part of the Dipper, points towards the comet if you follow that towards the horizon it kind of points towards the comet and it's not with the naked eye unless you're like in a super duper dark area it's not a huge tail all the images you've seen online are done with cameras and cameras can be tuned to be more uh, sensitive to the fine details of the comet's tail, but it appears like like a like a smudge. Definitely a comet. Definitely can see the tail, and I'm sure if I stayed out even later, I could see even more of it. But it's kind of like a smudge, and through through the binoculars, and probably through a telescope, um, it's hard to focus on because it's not like a star. It's not a point of light. It's it's a it's a kind of a hazy smudge, um, but far more visible than like galaxies and, and nebula are um so that was that was cool i encourage you if you have if a you're in the northern hemisphere and if you have clear skies uh and are and have a low horizon an unobstructed western northwestern horizon 
to try to see it over the next five days. Because then after that, the, the moon is going to start coming out into phase, and then that's going to wash it out. Um, but also, as the comet moves further and further away, whoa, from the sun, its tail and its brightness is going to get dimmer and dimmer, and then it's just not going to be able to be visible from, uh, from here. You know, here as in Earth. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really cool. We might... I don't know. Uh, over the weekend, we might try to get to somewhere even darker uh, to to see it, but that's pushing our luck with how how much how how visible it will be uh, as the days go on. But yeah, comet in the sky, and it will not return this particular comet for another six thousand years, almost. Almost in the time it's going to take me to finish walking to the Farlands at this pace, I do declare and claim such things as these. <laughs> ah, it's true. It's very true. Indeed. Um. All right, so we do we do have some questions here. We do have some questions. I feel like waiting for the sun to set before I start them. I don't want to get interrupted by having to sleep. Could you see it without the binoculars? Yes, naked eye you could see it. Um, but like I said, you have to wait for the sky to get dark. Um, it was about an hour, hour and a half after sunset that we were actually able to see it. Uh, naked eye. And like I said, it was much higher above the horizon than I thought it was going to. And it's only going to get higher and higher as the days go on, but also it's going to get dimmer and dimmer. Honestly, for comets, naked eye is probably the best way to view them. Uh, telescopes will will just make it bigger, but more diffuse and darker. And like you can't really gain much by looking at it through a telescope. Unless your telescope has a really low power, wide field of view. Well, you can still see it. You can still see it, like I said, for about the next five days or so. Still gonna be up there, like... Still not sunset. Still not sunset. Like, there's the sunset. It's like gonna be right about. Actually, it was much higher in the sky than I thought. It was like right about there. For for us. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And a cometness. Indeed. Copybara cosmonaut donated and has a question. What combination of features would an electric car need for you to consider it as your next daily driver? Range, charging, price, etc. Any on the market now that interests you? Uh, well, price. Price, my friend, would be the biggest concern. Definitely price. Um, they are far too expensive make sense, especially 
for someone such as myself who doesn't really drive anymore. Um, that much at all. Price. Honestly, I'm, like, everybody harks on, like, oh, it only has a 250-mile or a 300-mile charge range. And I'm like, that would be enough for me. Honestly, that would be enough for me. Like I said, I don't go, go very long distances anywhere or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm not worried, so I wouldn't be so worried about that. Um, but yeah, price is the main deal. I do also think styling would be a thing. I don't know what I would want, but it's not the current Tesla-looking stuff. Like, make it look like a normal car, <laughs> please. Um, doesn't need to be a spaceship because it's not going to space. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't know, at least in the near future, in the next 10 or 20 years, if I'm even wanting to purchase a new car. I purchased the XV Crosstrek new, just because at the time and where I was, a new Subaru was about the same price or cheaper than a used Subaru. Um, but I feel as someone who has started to get into cars as a hobby, I would much rather prefer getting a used, interesting, unique, uh, you know, sought-after, enthusiast-ish sort of car versus a new car. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't think and and can't really like used electric vehicles are really not too much of a thing right now, I don't think. But yeah, no, I don't it, it's 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 not something I've entertained simply because I know I can't afford one. Um I mean I know there's like the Chevy Volt or Bolt or whatever and um, there's there's other the Nissan one and there's other options, but even those are more expensive than like a new XV Crosstrek. Um, so yeah, I, it 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 has to be a lot of things. It has to be a lot of things, I think. But the main thing being price, and then once. Price makes sense, then it would start to be about like features and styling and options and range, maybe not so much, but maybe range. Infrastructure. So, yeah. Thank you for that question and the donation, of course. Hewitt. Hewitt donated and asked. I'm not sure if you've done this or not, but I'd love if you could go F5 in one of your next episodes while you're in a boat. Well, good news! I think they wanted to see my f armor, my pants, 
Because that's what happened in beta. Minecraft beta. I don't know when they fixed this. But my pants stick through the bottom of the boat. My shoes don't, but my pants do. And you can even see, if I move fast enough, that you can see my pants. Oh, Wolfie. Alright, this is fine. Well, there it is, just for you, Pewit. I recently did go into F5 when I rode that pig. That was a few episodes ago, right? Thank you very much for the donation and that little uh, request. Mach17 asked, I have very hard goals in my life, which I don't know if I'll ever reach. What do you think of Far Lands or Bust being a metaphor for meaning in life? Wait, what? For meaning life goals that are incomprehensibly hard to achieve but are worthy, at least partially because they are so hard. Ah, uh, I don't think. Personally. Woo! Personally. I don't find that correlation because as we know say it together everybody it's not about the destination it's about the journey <laughs> oh man um which i suppose in and of itself could in a roundabout way um be a metaphor in that you may think your goals are hard, difficult, impossible to achieve. But you should then instead focus on the journey, the effort, the steps, the experience to get to those goals, right? So I think in that kind of, uh, I don't know, because it's too metaphorical sense. <laughs> um, oh, puke, man. Could you get any more hunky-dory rainbows and lollipops on us? Um, so yeah, I think that might relate. Um, I did have, I did have a uh, discussion with a girlfriend about something similar, about like Goals, whether or not they have been. Look at the the the, the trace trace waterfalls. Three waterfalls. What's waterfalls in Spanish, Wolfie? Uh, aqua fina. Is it aqua fina? It shouldn't be, is it? No, because it's got to be like falls water, falling water. What is falling in Spanish? truly don't know. And this, my friends, is why I failed. I got a D. I didn't fail, but I got a D in Spanish classes in college. Cascada? Tres Cascadas. De los Muertos. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, like goals. We had a, we had a, uh, a conversation about this, and I kind of was like... Growing up, I had kind of what I guess you would assume like lofty goals 
I wanted to be like an author, or I wanted to be like an Air Force pilot, uh, or I wanted to be an astronaut, or whatever, whatever, whatever. I feel like I don't have those anymore. Not in a bad way. But just in like, I'm kind of content with just experience is experiencing things in life versus having like an end goal for something. Um, it's hard to put into words. I feel. Um, but yeah, it's it's more of a sense of like, I don't, if anything, I, I prefer and, and want kind of a small, not small is the wrong word. See, I'm trying to say it in a way that doesn't sound diminutive to my, 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 my choices and goals or non-goals or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with having kind of a quiet existence. I think, I don't know. Like, yeah, I used to, I, I mean, even modest, simple, sure. Uh, like, I used to, you know, back when I was even almost starting Farlands or Bust, I'm like, yeah, I could go back to college and get a degree in, like, science, astronomy, geology, something, and then I could work towards and and I could become an astronaut like I could go to space that could be the thing I do why why would I want to waste my life air quotes around waste doing anything but trying to achieve the best not to say that that would have been impossible but uh whoops I fell <laughs> but it, it's uh that's not a journey I decided I wanted to take uh, or, or put the effort into because the end goal wasn't as important. Or maybe the end goal was more important than the journey. So I decided the journey isn't the one I wanted, so therefore the end goal shouldn't be either. Does that make sense? Let's go to sleep. And awakeness. And awakeness. Dude, you're a world record holder. True, but even that, like, I didn't try to be that. That wasn't a goal. That was just something that happened along the journey. Um, they reached out to me. It's not even in my real name, <laughs> you know? Like, most people would want their, their like, real name on the plaque or in the book or whatever. Um, it's, it's, so, it's... That's kind of just like that's 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 interesting and neat, um, and and maybe uh, I, I I don't I don't know if it has I I don't like attention, um, I guess, and I would rather I would rather my work, my content, my far lands or bust. I would rather it be famous than me be famous. If that makes any sense at all. Whereas with like the previous personal idea I have of, ooh, I could become an astronaut, that was about me. That was because I, Kurt, wanted to go into space. 
And I feel like that, in any case, would have and should have failed if it was about me, my own personal like that 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 being the end goal if you focus too much on the end goal once you get there it's kind of a then what right i feel like that is a trap that a lot of people fall into oh they they do this they get their masters they they get this job they 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 buy this house um and then once they get it they've been so focused on the goal that they didn't take time to appreciate the process of reaching that goal. Therefore, there's no more process, right? Does that make any sense? I don't know. Um, I, I ain't no motivational speaker. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much, Mach17, for that question and donation. Much appreciated indeed. What am I doing on wood? Doing alright on wood. Speaking of goals, here's a question. So, so, you've become quite the gardener. Knowing what you know now, do you have interest in expanding your garden next year? Or would you rather avoid it because it's too much work? Uh, honestly, it's very easy. <laughs> it's been very easy. It's been mostly out of my hands. It's the girlfriend's garden, really. Uh, she bought the plants, she bought the seeds, she bought the uh, uh, raised garden bed, and I helped set everything up, and I, like, just this afternoon watered it and everything like that. Um, but no. It's it's uh it's very easy based on our tomatoes, which like I said to the chat earlier, are taller than me. These three tomato plants. We have I think sweet tomatoes, the large the large monster tomatoes. I don't know what those are called. Uh and then uh, mother tomato. See I don't even she bought them. I don't even know what the tomatoes are. But there's three of them and they're huge. And they're, we have to like keep stringing them up with supports like their radio towers to keep them from toppling over because they've overgrown their cages and are like wrapping around each other. Um, and they're just, just now, they're starting to show their fruits. So in like a week or two, I'm going to have more tomatoes than I know what to do with. We also have goth tomatoes as a fourth set. Black tomatoes. I don't know what those are going to taste like, but those have also started to, to grow. The plant isn't a planter, so it's not been doing as well as the other ones. I don't think it has enough room to grow. I, ju I just relocated it, so maybe we'll get more snow. Snow? <laughs> I just looked at snow and said the word. Get more sun. Hopefully it will get more sun and that's what it desires. Um, so yeah, black tomatoes, I guess, are a thing. Um, we also have heaps of romaine. Very many romaine lettuces, which is a thing I didn't even know that you could grow. I've mentioned this before. Um, but I don't need to buy romaine lettuce anymore for my sandwiches. 
Um, the carrots, we already harvested. They didn't do too hot. They're, they're kind of small and puny. And then they started to flower, so that meant they were no good. We got kale going, but it's it's kind of been over encumbered by the the uh, 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 romaine. We tried peppers, but the peppers one of the pepper plants is doing all right, um, but they've been overshadowed by the tomato plants. And we do have a, a cucumber vine that recently is starting to go nuts. So we're gonna have cumbers. Cumbers. And then the girlfriend got like a mixed bag of like herb seeds that she planted. The problem with those is we don't know what is what. Because <laughs> it was just a mixed bag of like, you'll get a bunch of stuff. Um, so it's kind of hard to know what is what. We just, there, there was one thing, anise. It smells a lot like licorice. Uh, but we got rid of that because we have no use for that, and it was huge and taking up the entire planter box. Um, and uh, sugar, sugar peas, sugar peas. The sugar peas are doing oh, okay. We got some, but uh, not not a lot of those. I don't feel like the plant is happy. Would I do anything different? Well, I think we're going to expand. We definitely need to dedicate a single planter box or a, a, a raised garden bed to tomatoes since they go absolutely bananas. The tomatoes go bananas. Um, romaine, probably less romaine. <laughs> um, I don't know what else would be good. Uh, yeah, maybe expand. Maybe learn from our mistakes. I feel, I don't know, I feel like starting it earlier, because it's now mid-July, and we're only now, like I said, the next two or three weeks are going to have, like, hopefully usable tomatoes. I don't know if starting it earlier is a better idea. Or not. I don't even remember when we started it. March? Because, I mean... Well, I don't know. I know you're supposed to like do it after like the last freeze, and that's just up in the air, usually. Ever considered growing fruits? I I think so. Like I I think strawberries would be all right. The problem with fruits and strawberries is that animals come and take them, and then you have to try to figure out a way to stop the animals from taking them. So I think we talked about that, and we. Uh, we decided against that just because we didn't want to have to deal with pest control. We have a lot of very crafty squirrels and raccoons. Yeah, I don't know really what other types of fruits we could grow. I mean, outside of our fence, we have absolute madness in blackberry bushes and vines murder murder plants that once those start going off in the fall we'll have just a ton of free blackberries for the choosing 
um, brambles, murder, a murder of blackberries, is that what they're called? <laughs> oh man, they're all over the place here in the Pacific Northwest. They're a nuisance. I do have to keep cutting the back from the fence because they'll start to grow through and break apart the fence if we let them. Yeah, they, they, they're only, not only are they spiky, but if they get you, they like, will start to, like, it's scary, actually. Have you ever gotten, like, ensnarled by a blackberry bramble bush? It, like, grabs your shirt and then, like, other ones come out and start to grab you back. Like it's something from Jumanji. So, yeah, that's, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, they grab you. That happened more than once to me, and I'm like, ah, ah, it's grabby, no! It's <laughs> a real spooky situation. Indeed. Well, thank you, everybody, for those questions and donations, of course. Farlandsorbus.com if you want to get your own donation and question in. And also, you can learn more about the series. Uh, there, if you would like. Let's have Wolfie sit down. Make this into a full... tidy hole. Beedly, beedly, beep. We do have a couple of rose plants in pots that bloomed some roses. Um but then stopped. One of them is mine and one of them is the girlfriend's. And I never know how to treat roses like that. I'm surprised mine is still blooming just after I just bought it and then put it in a pot. Wait, let me make a couple boats. I did it. Indeed. So yeah. Uh, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, try to check out Comet Neowise after sunset near you. A cool thing to see if you've never seen a comet. Like the girlfriend had never seen a comet before. I've seen a few uh, throughout the years um, that have come by and been visible at, at times. But uh, Neowise is a, is a pretty easy one to pick out, I feel, uh, as long as it's dark enough. And uh, yeah. I do appreciate you watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. The tomatoes go bananas.